Interview under fire. Turn the heat off. Interview under fire. Interview under fire. Interview under fire. Light it up. Light it up. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Schwag with Interview Under Fire Podcast. Today, we have special guests, Class and Lex the Hexmaster. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? How sound? Sound good? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Class, what up, homie? How you doing down there? Hey, what's up, brother? Hanging in like everybody. I feel it, man. I feel it. I feel it. Hey, so... uh. So, how are you guys doing during this quarantine? I'm all right, man. Getting a lot of work done, yo. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, yeah. um, yeah, hell yeah. Well, I'm working on these projects and shit, the four part project. So, that's going to take a little bit of time. But I'm working on them all at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. going to be broken up into pieces. So, that's what I'm fucking with right now. Cool. How about you, class? About the same, man. Just kind of chilling, staying indoors and. Staying away from people and all that shit, you know. Uh, yeah. Working on a few different things, obviously the the last the last part of the the revenge series, and then some sick gang shit, and just you know shit here and there. Y'all got yeah. the album coming out or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're wor- <laughs> we're working on it. We'll see what happens, man. You know what I mean? I mean, it's always like a, it's always like here it comes, and then nothing, you know. Something always happens. It's tough when you got five fucking people in the group. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, uh, Lex, we uh, we ran into you. Uh, what was it? 2016 when we interviewed uh, Scum. It was at the Mercedes Assault tour. Okay. Yeah. So we've been trying to get you on I uh, an IUF show since then. Today's a little different. You know we. We've been adapting. Obviously, we started with the wings, and now we're doing podcasts. I remember now. Uh, yeah. yeah, the wings. So uh, another thing that's cool with class, he's been on. We've we've done three different things so far. We've done wings, regular interviews, and now we're doing podcasts. And class is the only one that's been on all three, and he's really the only returning uh, guest. Really, to be honest, it's I'm damn near cool. a host. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the OG. So, so um with with this quarantine, did you guys did you guys have anything planned before um all of the shutdowns and stuff that got affected by by this? Did y'all have anything going on? Okay. Uh I mean not really. Had a few shows here and there that were booked. We were we were trying to book some other shows and then you know, there were some rumblings with that, you know, through LSP about, you know, some tour stuff once Scum and them got done with their tour. But, uh, you know, all that got shut down pretty fucking quickly. So, you know, but, you know, it was all it was I wasn't to the point where, you know, we had to cancel a lot. You know, we just had to cancel a couple things because we hadn't got further along and everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Lex? Well, um, for me, with just um, I think I believe it was last week um, on the MNE page, I have announced that I was um, releasing some new music and stuff like that. So with that, a lot of inquiries came in. However, yeah. with that, um, we can't really solidify anything because we don't know how long this thing is gonna, um, how long this quarantine thing is gonna be in effect. 
Right. You know, I've kind of fucking it up a little bit. Um, good thing I just came back from England right before this happened, because if not, I would have been stuck out there. Because when I was out there, it was the right, the beginning, the shit was just kind of picking up steam. And right when I got back, maybe like like a couple weeks after I got back, this quarantine shit falls on us. And um, I'm glad to be home. I mean, it would have been dope to stay in England, because England was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. man, it's stopping a lot of things. I know Twisted shit got stopped up. They can't go out now. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of people, it's affected a lot of um, performing arts um, people in the, in the music business everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. Everything, and it's kind of, um, you know, everybody just hopes it's over soon. I, I know that I know that once the shit is over soon, everybody is going to be like an explosion of fucking shows and events and Everything, because everybody wants to get out. The weather's breaking; it's getting nice, and everybody wants to go out and shake their motherfucking ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's we... tons of, of, of new music now. Everybody needs to start putting out some new music now, because everybody's going live. Everybody's streaming. If your streaming numbers wasn't good before, the streaming numbers is definitely going to be good now. You oh know? yeah. Because nobody can go to any shows. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got we got affected hardcore with uh with IUF, but. At the same time, it forced us to uh, to expand. So now we're doing the um, this the video interviews, and uh, now we have a podcast, and kind of forced us to do so. We've been talking about it for a while, but um, but anyways, we uh, um, so class. I know class. You've been doing music for twenty plus years, right? Yeah, since about okay. well. Maybe slightly under. It's been since about oh two, so almost twenty. Okay, okay, almost twenty. And then Lex, how long have you been doing? I I don't know how long you've been doing music for. Um, like just doing it or doing it professionally? Uh, no, just doing it, just doing it. Well, I've been rapping for fucking ever. You know what I'm saying? As long as I can remember. Um, took some time off of it, you know, but then came back to it, and then all this shit jumped off. Um, so I would probably say since like high school, junior high school, I've been performing since high school. And yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. So uh, um, when it comes to hip hop, what what appeals to you guys? What appeals to you guys the most about hip hop? Antonio, you too. What appeals to me the most? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't even know. I mean, when we're talking about when, we're, when I'm talking about appeals, I mean just just overall, like what 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 do you feel the most out of hip hop? Well, I can tell you, like uh, the first time, like I mean, obviously the first hip hop shit I ever heard was probably like you know fucking Run DMC shit like that. But you know, the first time I heard like NWA, man, that changed everything for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Just going against everything I fucking knew at that time. That was the shit. Today yeah. is a little bit different. A lot of the stuff isn't necessarily going against the grain like that, but uh, it was kind of like punk rock almost yeah. for me when I was young. It was yeah. the shit. How about you guys? I know, I know, Lex. You you uh, mentioned sometime that uh, some of your influences are uh, like Nas and Tupac and DMX and stuff like that. And I know uh, Class. We we he mentioned uh, Tupac before. That's his favorite rapper. Um, what are some what are some? Uh, I love Tupac, bro. Yeah, yeah, Tupac. Yeah. Um, what are What are some things that appeal to you, Lex? 
I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly sure I understand the question. Are you mean as far as artists? Yeah, like... I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like, uh, like what, I mean, what hits your feels with this, with the hip hop? I mean, uh, you know, what, what, how does it, uh, I mean, it appeals to you. What makes it appeal to you? Like, for instance, uh, you know, for me, man, I mean, I didn't get into hip hop until uh, later on. I, I grew up in the country. I didn't know anything about hip hop. I moved to the city, started hearing some stuff here and there. But the thing I got out of hip hop the most is hip hop is really, if you think about it, it's really the only, uh, it's really the only genre that uh, that tells a story that um, it tells like a full blown story. I, you know, uh, for instance, like uh, they hit politics, huh? No, I mean like. They, t- you know, they hit like politics and they hit like stuff that's happening today, today's time and stuff. So that's what really appealed to me. I mean, I, I just get a lot of truth out of, uh, out of hip hop. Whereas in rock, it's just like, okay, uh, you know, it's just good music or whatever. I, I feel more storytelling in hip hop. That's what that's what appeals to me the most in hip hop. I think I think I, I think I could agree with that. You know, uh, hip hop does tell a story from a different standpoint. I mean, I think most music tells stories, you know, but I think hip hop tells stories from a different. One of the biggest storytelling genres is probably fucking country music because every country song has a fucking story. Yeah, yeah. I think, think hip hop once hip hop actually hit mainstream, it gave America a point of view from people who nobody really knew existed. You know, what I'm saying, well, they knew they existed, but. <clears throat> Well, you know, with permission to speak freely, I hope I don't offend anybody. I think hip hop gives people a front seat to the life they wish they had, but are too afraid to live. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying it's like watching a movie from the safety of your own home in your living room. And you're like, oh shit, you know, I could buy those same clothes. You know what I'm saying? I can talk that same way. I can walk that same way, but I don't necessarily have to live that life. I can just buy another rap CD. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, how about you, class? Uh, I mean, I think I think just hip hop in general is, you know, it just kind of gives a different vibe. Totally, like you know, hip hop is far more quotable than a lot of other music. Like, you know, I can be around other different people and randomly quote hip hop stuff, and they're gonna know it. Like, it's not it's not the same as singing. You know, like it's like it's it's poetry kind of emotion. Like it it has a it has a vibe and a sense to it. Um, you know, I, I started digging hip hop just because that's what was around me. You know, I mean, like I listen to a lot of rock and stuff now and a lot yeah. of different music now as I got older, you know, similar to food, my taste expanded. But, you know, when I was younger, it was, you know, hip hop was what all my friends were into. It's what I was into. I mean, I was into Tupac and Wu-Tang and, you know, DMX. And, you know, I grew we grew up here in the South. So, you know, fucking Paul Wall, you know, all the you know, like the, the swab house and, you know, shit like that. So it was just like, you know, as bad as it is that there's so many artists in hip hop, it's also not a bad thing because there's so much to gravitate to at any, at any number of time, you know, there's always something, you know, hip hop always kind of keeps you feeling alive in my opinion. Absolutely. I agree. So, I mean, speaking on that, uh, you know, Back in back in the day, I say back in the day, uh, you know, we had people like Tupac and you know DMX and uh, Biggie, and then now we have newer artists, and obviously with time comes a lot of change with 
with uh, how hip hop's going. What do you what do you guys uh, how do you guys feel about the change of the evolution of hip hop? How do you guys feel about that? I think it's I think I think it's natural. I think everything changes. It's like a child grows up. I think everything is going to change um, from influence to influence. You know what I'm saying? Just like class just said when he was in his younger life, he was more um, he was more exposed to hip hop, and as he got older, he got exposed to different different types of music and different emotions and different sounds and different points of views. And I think that that's the way that the culture has to go in order to survive. If hip hop was to stay the way it was supposed, to, it was going to stay in the '90s, it would be dead by now because everybody right. would be. And nobody would, everybody would, everybody would sound the same. Right. You get these different eras in hip hop where people sound, when people gravitate towards this one sound, and then there's this one innovator who comes out and just shakes the whole shit up. Now everybody wants to sound like that guy. It always takes one. But I think that it's a, I personally think that it's a good thing that hip hop is evolving and changing, and um, that is bringing in new sounds and accepting new things into it. Some shit is a little crazy. Some shit I would never listen to. Some shit I would never accept. But you know what? For the in order for the culture to survive, this is what has to happen. From my point of view, I think so. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with that one hundred percent. I mean, there's. I think the biggest thing people get locked into is that. I mean, yeah, like you know, once something hits, then you know there's going to be about a good seventy-five percent clip of people who want to hit on that same thing. But at the same time, that twenty-five percent still exists of people still trying to innovate. And I think people get so lost in one sound and something they don't like that they stop looking for other for other shit. Like, I mean, like just to say, like right now, like the shit that's hot right now, like, man, like I don't really, you know, dig it. It's not something that I really can fuck with. And that's cool because there's other guys like, you know, people like Joyner Lucas and, you know, like all these other cats that are totally fucking different than that vibe that I can gravitate to. So there's still something I can listen to, you know, like it's like, like I get that, you know, trends get mad popular, but you know, if you get lost in that trend, then you're never going to look outside of the box and, and notice everything else that's encompassing that's dope out there. Yeah. I agree yeah. 100% with class. And just to piggyback off of that also, about the evolution and the change of our hip hop, uh, he, he mentioned guys like Jordan Lucas. Well, probably not as popular as the mainstream trending fucking artists, but who are still making good livings off of this and who are still fucking drawing crowds and, and making a lot of noise. I think that's one of the illest things about hip hop right now, too. You don't have to be the fucking dick rider in order to make a good career for yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, we uh, even in even in the mainstream, I mean, it's I guess this goes far back, you know, the the whole underground versus mainstream but uh and people people give a lot of hate towards mainstream everything that's mainstream however just you know just like you said i mean it's it's a uh, it's the evolution of hip-hop i mean it's keeping it alive we have you know mumble rap a lot of people says people say that it's you know garbage but obviously it's uh it's got a big following or whatever well, but, uh, if you look at it, if you look at it, Biggie's first album was considered underground. So was Tupac's. Yeah. All yeah. those were underground artists. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the mainstream artist was your fucking MC Hammers and your, you know what I'm saying? Your Hello yeah. Cool Jays and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of these guys, um, who was even selling millions of records at the time where there was no streaming and there was no other shit, no internet shit. Uh, well, it was internet, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, when, when you had to go buy hard copies and, 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 and pre-order and do all that cool shit, 
Um, these are guys who are still selling millions of records, but considered to be underground. Yeah. You had to be to be mainstream. You had to be going like fucking diamond, like Michael Jackson numbers and shit, and like Garth Brooks numbers. But um, eventually, well, I mean, you take it back to like you said, NWA. NWA was fucking underground artists. They was fucking breaking and burning NWA records. But in the same time, when NWA was coming out, there was people coming out with songs like self-destruction and shit, and you had like Arrested Development and groups like that who was doing like more conscious music. And of course, people was going to turn away from shit like NWA, like, oh, fuck those guys. But like Class said again, I'm not going to keep on riding you, Class, but like Class said again, you still got that other 25% who fucked with that underground shit and yeah. always brings it up that next level. And this is why gangster rap became mainstream when they started like manufacturing motherfuckers out of nowhere. So then they're going to do with the Juggalo crowd too. They're going to start manufacturing yeah. motherfuckers out of nowhere soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the same then, too. Like, when you really look at it, like, NWA got popular. That wasn't right. a sound at the time. Like, right. when NWA got popular and was like, fuck the police and doing their shit, a right. lot of other artists gravitated that weren't that type of artist gravitated to that music, and that became the style. Like, that's been hip-hop forever. Like, people get mad with it. Like, they get mad at it now and like, oh, everyone's just trying to do the same shit. But that's literally been hip-hop in a nutshell forever. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what I was saying. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a uh, uh, Antonio. What? Uh, how about? Um, what do you think? Well, I mean, you know, when I mean, I agree definitely. You know, when I was young, fucking hip hop was always something that you know was just a fad, and like you had the government, you know, like you know, come against rap music and shit, trying to shut it down, right? So. Yeah. Like, when you look at where it's evolved today, I mean, I don't necessarily listen to everything that's going on today, but uh, it's still cool because it was supposed to something that was supposed to die out. And now look at it. It's it's in all pop music. Uh, it's in fucking country music. It's in rock music. You know, it's in it's it's so much into everything that it's its own thing today, which, you know, wasn't supposed to happen. You know what well, I mean? So, yeah, to me, that's fucking great. Which which, yeah. which brings me back which brings me back to a to a to to, to a, a point of manufacturing artists again. Um, one thing we know about the government or even big corporations is that if they're not making any money off of it, it's not good. It's terrible. So when you had guys that was coming out in this underground again, selling hundreds of thousands of records out of their fucking trunks of their cars and shit like that, or out of their garages. It was all fuck that shit. But once they started manufacturing artists and turning this into pop culture and started making lots of money off of it, it eventually became cool. And this is where this is where your fucking really stupid shit starts coming in. Just like weed, you know what I'm saying? Weed was illegal all of this time because nobody was paying taxes on it. But now that you can buy it from a fucking store or a dispensary, it's all good to smoke fucking weed now. We got weed commercials. When I was a kid, we had Newport commercials. We had Newport commercials. Who remember the Marlboro Man? Uh, the Marlboro Man, yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? That we're, shit was advertising. Magazines, yeah. <laughs> all that shit. Now it's like smoking kills, like a dude there. You look all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, it, 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 it um, I think that if the culture stays pure, it'll continue to grow. But it's it, it will only it will only stay pure for a certain amount of time until it becomes uh big business and corporate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For real. Um, <laughs> It's got to keep, you know, it's got to keep changing. It's got to keep, uh, you know, evolving here and there. And even in the underground, I'm seeing it a lot in the underground as well, especially with like um, 
you know, uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment and uh, Lyrical Snuff Productions, they're both expanding. I mean, when they, I thought one of the best moves that uh, LSP did was uh, sign Class, because it, I mean, Class, Class is he's just all around hip hop. I mean, uh, he does horrorcore. He does, you know, just normal hip hop. He's just a he's a hip hop artist. You know, same with you, Lex. I mean, he does metal. Yeah, he does metal. He he hits metal. But I I, I like how they're changing it up and uh, throwing in some some new uh, not so horrorcore uh, you know artists and uh, just just mixing it up because it's gonna it's gonna stay relevant that way. That's how it's gonna stay relevant and stay alive, just like you know everything else. I mean, that was the same with when <laughs> ugly. Um, my only features is fucking class and D nights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the same thing about you know with Lex. Like, that's one of the coolest signings Magic had because it's like you don't. He Lex Lex to me is the 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 that that perfect you know middle ground. Like, yeah, yeah. He paints his face, but so what are you gonna do? Are you going to look at him for the fact that he paints his face or dive into the music? Because if you dive into the music. Then you realize that this dude's one of the most hip hop yeah. and and best you know and, and lyrical dudes there is. So it's like you like it's Without like that middle doubt. ground. Like it's like you're either going like you're gonna pick and choose, and I get it. But it's like I think that's one of the biggest problems today is that people people don't they they look real quick and they're not looking they're not looking for it anymore. Like you know I really feel like like the shit is to a point now where people don't. It's not like before, like you had to basically search and, and you earned the fact that you found these artists. Like now it's like everything is so easy. You would think that it would expand, expand like rap and genres, but it doesn't, it really doesn't. It like, it tones it all down. Like people aren't looking, they're looking at a picture. Like if I'm the average person and I'm scrolling through, I'm probably going to see his face painting. If I have any objection to that, like I, cause I don't like Twisted or I don't like ICP or I don't like fucking kiss or anybody you know i'm right. immediately going to, i'm immediately going to be like well no nah, i ain't gonna fuck with that and so i'm never going to learn that yo this dude is actually like bar for bar dope yeah you know and it's it's like that's that's the weird shit about how music is today it's like super weird yeah it's yeah people i want to say thank you to class i appreciate that very much dog really tough real tough um and um second my shit is a little bit weird because it's like I'm like the nerdy tough guy, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> I'm like the the fucking the, the suburban street guy, you know what I'm saying? Like my shit is in the street, it's like, oh this guy paints the fucking face. You know what I'm saying? But then when, yeah. when it comes to the juggalo world, it's like, oh this guy doesn't talk about enough wicked shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's always that fucking double-edged sword that I have to deal with, you know what I'm saying? But that's why I just like you know, on this new shit that I'm doing, it's just like a lot of fun, man. People need to have fun. Everybody's depressed enough. Everybody's going through enough shit. You know what I'm saying? If it's not a fucking virus, it's fucking World War Three. If yeah. it's not World War Three, it's some fucking other stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that people need to start having more fun, man. And like go to these fucking shows. Like my the best thing about touring for me, I think, besides being on stage, is actually being at the shows every night and having fun with fucking people. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the funnest fucking part about it. And uh that's the part that I miss the most, meeting the people. Um, but yeah, I always get I always get caught in that fucking in that in that corner, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm not super hardcore, but I'm not, you know. Right. I do paint on face, and and a lot of people was like, "Oh, he just started painting his face because of Twisted." He couldn't always paint on his face. You can see videos from me back in 2012, 2013, when my fucking face painted before anybody knew who the fuck I was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I I mean, you know, just just jumping on a uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment right away, you're gonna get a lot of hate regardless. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's fucked up. I came. Right in the middle of all of this shit happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I didn't have a chance, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's 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 great. I, I love I love where uh, M&E is heading, you know? I love how how they're progressing, you know? And uh, I think they're going to continue to do well, to be honest, and regardless of all the, the hate they get. Um, but anyways... That's entertainment, man. It's business. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Any, anyways, we're gonna wrap it up here. I just want to talk about some things that you guys have uh, that you guys have going on. Maybe that something that we can look forward to. I know y'all mentioned a little bit earlier, and I know uh, I know uh, Suave. He's got a he's got a um, solo. Well, it's not a solo. He's got yeah, a, well, no, uh, I got I got a I got a single about to drop in like six fucking days. It's Suave and Sick Gang. I was able to make that shit happen, which yeah. is pretty fucking dope. I uh, want it. That's <laughs> right. I was able to get class. I got Don Arias, uh, Champa, and Diabolic the Monster on it. Wasn't able to get D. I wanted to, but it just couldn't happen. Yeah. But uh, that'll be out the fourteenth, and that'll be everywhere: Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, whatever, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Class, anything we can look forward uh, to? or Not still working on the uh, Revenge Article 3. One and two are out now. Yeah. Spot Yo, damn, how many you got coming? There's three. <laughs> There's three, and then, the, and then the full-length album comes out, which actually has a little bit more and some changes to the old, the original songs, and some some fun. But just that, working on those, like I said, possibility of the sick gang album um and that's it man I'm, I'm always working like always working so you know always trying to work so i'm always right on. telling people like hit me up if you got a track hit me up i'm always looking to work i yeah. got nothing but time bro i'm stuck in this house yeah so. <laughs> right now is the perfect time yeah. you know oh you're not working right now though uh no not as of today actually due to like you know, medical shit and all that, like it basically, you know, got deemed high risk and was told to uh, basically hunker down and stay the fuck from outside, you know, oh, wow. so, you know, basically at this point now, nah, I'm just, I'm here, I'm home. Yeah. So give me shit to do. If you got tracks, I need shit to do. <laughs> hit them up, hit class up. Right? Because if not, I'm just going to play Apex all day, so. <laughs> Lex, what's up? What you got? Uh, just look out for the summer, man. Just look out for the summer. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, cool. About to be a barrage shit coming at everybody, so look out for the summer. Uh, one more question. One more question, just because I'm curious if there was any artist that you could get featured on a track, any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Black Monster. I'm sorry. Blackness Monster. Black. Blackness monster, rockness monster, <laughs> rockness monster, rockness okay, monster. Rock. Okay, uh, yeah. How about you, Antonio? 
Bob Marley, man. Bob Marley. Bob Marley? That's right. Bob he do Marley. my hook. <laughs> Class. Every member of Wu-Tang. All of them. Oh, damn. Wu-Tang every, every fucking member. I mean, the song would be long as fuck, but the shit would be so fucking enjoyable. I, I mean, literally, <laughs> I'd probably quit music that day. Like, the minute I got everything back, I'm done. Like, I'm good. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for you. Yeah. Well, hey, look, class, we're not going to make you count fish or anything like that this time. <laughs> but uh, it was good talking. To, <laughs> it was good talking to you guys. Uh, really enjoyed it. Getting some uh, different aspects of, of everything going on. But uh, we're going to call it a wrap. And I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Keep it burning. Take it easy, right, Lex. Thanks a lot, man. Yo, class, you be safe out there, man. I right, really, you too. New York's out, out man. New York's wilder than Texas, so be safe out there, brother. Oh, yeah. I'm going to definitely see you soon, brother. You already know. All right. All right. Look All right, forward man. to seeing you guys again. All right, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Yeah, later. All right, man. Take it easy. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. It would be greatly appreciated. And we look forward to bringing more guests onto our podcast. And if you have any suggestions on who we should bring next or in the future, please let us know. You can find us at Interview Under Fire's Facebook or Instagram, or you can reach me directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at Interview Under Fire.